Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, our real estate managers are addressing COVID-19. Our topic today is maintaining productivity. I'm here with Donna Brighton, Chief Ideas Officer of Brighton Leadership Group. Donna, how can we maintain productivity at a time when many of us are working full-time remotely for the first time? Excellent question, Suzanne. So rather than maintaining productivity, I would recommend that everybody consider resetting your expectations. Because right now, it's virtually impossible to maintain the levels of productivity that you had in the past. And there's a couple reasons for that. First of all is the brain threat. And what I'm saying there is um, our brains are created to keep us alive. And so any amount of uncertainty, any amount of threat that occurs around us starts occupying our brain. And, um, and uh, like, I feel like I'm operating sometimes at partial brain capacity because I'm just experiencing the threats, you know, constantly changing information and so on. So part of the challenge in maintaining your previous level of productivity is your brain's engaged in other ways. Um, in addition to that, we're all facing new circumstances, right? So the way that, w- that we used to work, whether it was interacting with tenants and residents or teams in person, um, those old ways of working were done because they weren't really effective, or at least hopefully they were. And now we're all uh, limited in the way that we can interact and get work done. So we have new ways of working now, and we need to figure out how to be as productive as possible in that new context. So the recommendation that I have for all of you listening is to do two resets. Reset your work and reset your relationships. So here's what I mean by that. As you think about all the work that you need to get done, um, if you make a list of it, so all the tasks that you have, like um, dealing with tenants and residents, you know, if it's the beginning of the month, um, you know, what about collections from everyone or, um, you know, paying the bills, whatever that might look like, budgeting, analysis. So all of those work tasks, capture those on a list, but we're not done because we're all dealing with managing both our professional and our personal lives. So incorporate those other tasks that everybody's being faced with, whether it's managing your child's education, right, keeping up with the assignments from their school or making sure they're following through or just making sure that they're cared for on a daily basis. That takes up your time and it's going to impact your productivity. Um, Things like keeping in touch with your team, of course, are important, and then taking care of yourself. And we'll give you some tips on that later on. But all of those activities, all of that work personally and professionally, list it out and then take a moment and prioritize what's most important, what's absolutely essential that you can't ignore. I mean, making dinner every night is pretty important for us. So um, take a moment and reset your work priorities personally and professionally. And once you've done that, then make sure you take time to review that with your team, with your manager or boss, so that everybody's agreed on what your priorities are. Because chances are things that were super important a month or two ago have completely changed. I know it's been that way for me and probably for you as well, right, Suzanne? Oh, absolutely. I don't know that there's an industry that hasn't been touched by what's going on right now. You mentioned a second area of reset. What, what is that? So, yeah, so we all have to think about how to do things different. And so reset your work is um, step number one as you reset your expectations. And then I also suggest that you reset your relationships. 
And what I mean that here is that um, we all had ways of interacting with people when we saw them regularly or just had regular work rhythms, and those have all changed. So pause for a moment and think about all the people that you're interacting with and how you can renegotiate that relationship. So for example, for the people that you work with, um, what are the work hours? You know, I'm, sometimes it probably feels like it's 24-7, but none of us can keep up that pace. So what are the hours you're expected to be engaged in your work tasks? Um, how are you supposed to communicate? So there's a lot of organizations that have like an internal Slack channel or Yammer or Teams or some way of staying connected. So how are you communicating with everyone? And then when people are communicated with, say you send an email to a team member, what's the expectations for response time? So all those things should be considered and have conversations with people because chances are their working situation is just as challenging as yours. And rather than jumping to conclusions about how people aren't holding up their end of the deal and doing what they need to do, pause and reset those relationships so that, that you can figure out how to work well with your colleagues. And then for those of you who have folks at home, you know, a spouse, significant other, family members, um, pause and reset those relationships as well, right? Like what are, what are the ground rules? Does, do you need some quiet time periodically throughout the week? And if so, what does that look like? So in terms of maintaining productivity, if you pause and reset your expectations in terms of the work you need to, to do and the way that you relate and interact with people, that will significantly help you in achieving the level of productivity that's possible in these days. Great advice, Donna. What else are you seeing that's changed in this current work environment? Yeah, there's a couple of things I'd like to recommend. Um, first of all, um, being able to see people is really important. And I'm, when I say that, I mean visually. So that's why um, these video conversations are uh, so important. You know, we're reading stories every day about people using a variety of different ways to connect with others visually. So if at all possible, use some type of technology that enables sharing of a face because that creates connectedness and a greater level of relatedness. So not only for meetings and having video conference um, as you meet with people, but consider those that you're interacting with and can you possibly record a little video message? Um, so instead of just sending a short, curt email um, or a text message, imagine pausing and just recording, maybe it's a note of encouragement or thanks um, as a video and sharing that video out with your um, tenants or residents, um, with your colleagues. So wh whoever would be beneficial um, in receiving that message, see if you can reframe it from just a text message or a, um, an email into a video communication. So that's one. Um, and today when we're so isolated from each other because we're all staying in our homes, as much as possible, um, create visual connection through video. Um, another change that um, I really want to emphasize for everyone is how to create a single source of truth. There's people working all over the place and there may not be a consistent way of capturing and documenting all the discussions and decisions that are being made. And um, rather than being able to walk down the hall, if you were accustomed to working in the office um, and saying, hey, you know, 
what's going on with this or that and getting an answer, you want to create a single source of truth, so that's an online source of documentation. Write things down. And there's two reasons for that. Number one, if you keep things in a written form and put them in a place that everybody knows where to find them, it's going to mean that when, you know, at 11 o'clock at night somebody's working on something and they need an answer, they'll know exactly where to go to find the discussion that happened or the decision that was made because it's all kept consistently in that single place. So everybody will know where to go. Secondly, by documenting everything, the discussions, decisions, etc., it will make sure that what you remember is actually accurate. Because the reality is our brains are very stressed. Um, the version of our brain that's operating today, no matter how much yoga or meditation you're doing, is, um, retains less and is a lot more challenged than our brains of a month or two ago. So by documenting things, it ensures that we're all consistent in remembering what we actually talked about, and it serves as a reference for the people that were in the meeting or in the conversation, as well as those who need to be informed. So um, video, seeing people is a really important thing that's different because we're separated from each other physically. Secondly, documenting everything so that you have a single source of truth. And then the other change um, I would recommend is um, pausing. Pausing to practice empathy for yourself and others. And the temptation is, um, especially with so much going on and so much stress, is like to get right into business and you know, get into whatever discussion or conversation you need to have. But how can we practice kindness for ourselves and others um, first of all, we can create some space for conversation. Um, people are processing things and dealing with things that are really different, right? They're, they're things that's unprecedented. Um, there's no, no way that anybody knows how to handle this. Uh, there's a lot of leaders that I coach that are saying, you know, I'm not prepared for this. I say, yes, none of us are. So we're figuring it out day by day. So have compassion, practice kindness, and empathy for others. And one of the ways that you can do that is um, just checking in on feelings. Now, that might sound strange in terms of business advice, but the reality is that our feelings or emotions is really energy in motion. So an emotion is energy in motion. And when you have a lot of emotions, they need to be released. So by having a conversation and just asking somebody how they're feeling and enabling them to process that, can be incredibly beneficial to enable you to create a connection and then move into whatever the action or task is that you need to accomplish. Donna, any other advice for real estate managers at this time? Yeah, it's something that it sounds really trite and, you know, probably all of you have heard this before where they say, you know, you need to put on your own oxygen mask before you worry about others. Um, it's really a tough time for everyone and my encouragement to each and every one of you listening is think about how to care for yourself better. Um, you know, whether you're working a lot of hours or dealing with a lot of childcare issues or, you know, sick family members, whatever's going on, remember that you need to take care of yourself because if you're sick, you're no good to anyone else. So some of the ways that you can do that 
Um, and these are resilience practices um, that, that are well-researched and documented in terms of the value and benefit for um, their practice. So a very simple example is gratitude. Um, you know, on a daily basis, uh, can you practice it? And when I say practice, it means that you're doing this consistently. You know, pause and just think of three things you're grateful for. So whether it's, you know, yes, your children are running around and you can't think of how to entertain them and it's so frustrating, you know, just be grateful that they are there with you and safe and healthy. Um, you can be thankful, like today we actually have sunshine in Chicago. I'm very grateful for that. So a gratitude practice is a really important way that you can um, put on your own oxygen mask and pause the constant barrage of negativity that's entering our brains. Um, and another, another way to do um, kind of some resilience practice and caring for yourself, of course, is exercise. So any kind of movement, even though we're trapped, there's lots of online resources to um, make sure you get some movement in. And then another really simple way is breathing. Um, breathing, believe it or not, is our way to hit the pause button. And while I know the whole theme of this conversation is around productivity, um, if your um, energy gets sapped or you get overwhelmed or your emotions are, you know, distracting your brain, breathing's a really powerful way to hit that pause button and give you the opportunity to regroup, reset, and refocus. Thank you so much again, Donna. This is really great advice as we all continue to adjust to this new normal. Please continue to visit iroam.org, where you'll find our page dedicated to providing updates and resources to support real estate managers in making informed decisions during this time. That's iroam.org.